Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We do come to you from the Lee Company studio, and we are glad to do so. Looking forward to the rest of today's show. Um, as we were coming out, or going out of the first break, I mentioned that there may be some other news to mention as far as high schools go. It looks like uh, Glencliff is now in the market for a football coach, and obviously it's been a tough, tough place to to coach uh, in recent memory. I, I couldn't tell you, obviously, anything before that. But um, Mike, Mike Passan is stepping away from coaching to – finish his second master's degree. He said he's been sitting on 15 hours needed to complete it for 14 years. <laughs> That's tough. You know what? I don't blame him. <laughs> Better late than never. Yeah. Yeah. Go, <laughs> go, go finish that up, Mike. Yeah. Um, it's, um, Glencliff has been a tough go and that's a yet another, um, opening, I guess here in the last 24 hours or so because yesterday it was announced that Bill Whittemore was stepping away over at Franklin Road Academy after 10 seasons. Um, uh, they've been a bit more successful under Whittemore over at FRA. Um, former Mr. Football at Brentwood High School. So, um, yeah, a couple of openings in the Nashville area and just some of the abundance of news that you can find on MainStreetPreps.com. That's right. And let's talk about some of that news as we welcome in the editor of MainStreetPreps.com, Russell Venozzi. Russell, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Doing well, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. How, how are you guys doing today? Uh, it's Tuesday. <laughs> Pretty well explained it. Yeah. <laughs> the good thing is we got some high school hoops tonight, so that's exciting. Are you going anywhere to cover some games tonight? That's exactly right. I will be at the East Nashville at Pearl Cone Games. So that should be a packed house there. I saw that it's a sellout. And, uh, of course, yeah. the first game, the first meeting between those two teams a couple of weeks ago uh, was absolutely packed. And uh, East Nashville came away with wins in both of those games. So we'll see if Pearl Cone um, has any kind of answer tonight. I like, um, the way, I like the way you and Tyler kind of share the wealth on that one because I think Tyler went to the first game. And so you're going to this one. And um, they that one – Never disappoints that matchup. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. This is the first time I've I've gone to that game. So, uh, really fired up about that matchup, and uh, glad to be here to talk hoops and anything else you guys have high school wise. Well, why don't we start with the Fab 15 that came out yesterday, and you know the girls. How difficult is it to come up with the top? five or six girls teams or well, seven, I guess, because Loretto sits at number seven. It's, I mean, this, this area is full of fantastic girls basketball. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Chris. I mean, it is. And we saw that at the championships last year. I mean, middle Tennessee completely dominated the, the girls basketball championships and wouldn't be surprised if the same thing happens this year. When you, when you look at these rankings, uh, just to give you the top five, as you see to scroll across your screen there, you got Blackman, number one, Innsworth, number two, the Webb school, number three, Cookville, number four, and page at five. And I was joking with Tyler Palmentier, our, um, 
Nashville sports reporter who, who put together these girls' rankings this week that we probably need a top 25 for girls because there's just so many other teams that were right there on the cusp that, you know, East Nashville's 15-1, they're not even in the rankings. And there's several other teams like that. So, yeah, no, to answer your question, Chris, it was it was very difficult to, uh, to rank these, and there's still um, a lot of time for these teams to either move up or move down uh, over the last month of the season. Well, it's a tough ticket, and it should be. I mean, it's your top 15. It's... Like you said, it's it's not the top 25, and it really kind of um, pushes you guys. But at the same time, you, you're, you're really dealing with the cream of the crop there. So um, we talked to um, we talked to Brady McAtamney last week, and he was talking to us about this this Rossview team that comes in at number 11, and they went 3-0 and this past week, um, moving up to number 11 from 14. Um and there, there's just a lot of depth when you, when you look at Brentwood at number 14. There's, there's a lot of good girls basketball being played around here, like you said. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And um, yeah, Another team that stands out to me is Rockvale. That was a new entrant this week, and I saw them play Cane Ridge last week and really just kind of beat the brace off of Cane Ridge and followed that up by beating Oakland on Friday. So that's a, a really good start for them. And it, you know, it's only their third season as, as a new school and as a program. So uh, it'd be pretty cool if they could make a run, but yeah, coach Bill Hockenberry is doing a great job and wrote a feature last week on Tony Davis. Their star player is actually the younger sister of uh Brene Alexander Vanderbilt's leading st- scorer right now. So yeah, Rockville, um, kind of a, a newbie in that Murfreesboro scene, but they're right in the mix uh, this year. On the boys side, pretty easy number one and number two after that it gets a little crazy and columbia central coming in at 16 and two at number five they've got a huge one tomorrow night and we're going to talk i'm sure we're going to talk about this one at some point mo independence and columbia playing basically for the number one spot right now in that district and boy that's going to be a great great basketball game independence also coming in at number 14 in those rankings yeah, Independence, I believe they've been living on the edge lately. Did I, They were the ones yeah. that had, a, I think, a couple of two-point wins um, the last couple of times they've been out there. And, of course, Columbia's put together a great season. I When I was talking with Tyler, we kind of agreed that we think Beach, Brentwood Academy, Canridge, and Ensworth are kind of like Tier 1. Mm-hmm. And then Tier 2, not far behind at all, is Columbia, East Nashville, CPA, Pope Prep, and so on. Um, but we, we really feel like Beach, Brentwood Academy, those could probably flip-flop either way, one or two. Um Cane Ridge and, and Ensworth, none of those teams have lost. In fact, they've combined for nine losses. Um, Cane Ridge and Ensworth, of course, have all the losses because Beach and Brentwood Academy are still undefeated. But of those nine losses, eight of them were to teams out of state at some sort of tournament over Christmas or Thanksgiving. And the the ninth loss was Ensworth's seven-point loss to Brentwood Academy. So yeah. outside of that, they haven't lost anybody else in these rankings. So we, we feel like those are the four best teams. And um, I guess until proven otherwise, that's what we've got. That sound. It looks like Lebanon has kind of lost market share after their hot start. I think one of two, one of Columbia's two losses was to Lebanon, and there for a while they were they were knocking folks off left and right. Summit beat them in the finals of their King of the Hill holiday tournament, but um, Lebanon sitting there at number nine after after three victories last week, up from twelve. Yeah, it looks like they might be turning around here, Maurice. They had a rough stretch there, like you mentioned, into December, early January. But uh, they went and beat Green Hill 
Mount Juliet and Good Pasture last week. So those Green Hill and Good Pasture wins are obviously over ranked teams. Uh, their their senior forward Aaron Alexander had a big week. I think he averaged about twenty points per game. Um, so that's good news if you're a Lebanon fan, because I'm sure some people were maybe starting to hit the panic button after they lost those three straight games. But they're back in the top 10, 19 and four, um, with a chance to get back at Wilson Central this week after losing by one point to Wilson Central a couple weeks ago. And obviously, like you said, good pasture still hanging in there despite losing Isaiah West with that knee injury a few weeks ago. Um, sitting there at number 12 with a 16 and four record. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see them. I'm going out to see them on Thursday when they take on Clarksville Academy. That should be a, a great game. Um, but they've kind of done it by committee. They've had a couple freshmen step up. King Keery and Jaden Jones have been excellent. Uh, King Keery was actually a pretty big part of their state tournament run last year as an eighth grader. He was called up and played. We've got a couple other veterans, uh, Chandler Woosley, um, Xavier Shegog. He's a, a big presence in the post. And so it wasn't just a one-man team. Certainly, Isaiah West is one of the top players around. He's ranked the, the top player in the state, according to 24-7 Sports, for the junior class. But, yeah, they're, they're making do okay, and we'll see if you know they're still able to kind of be that cream of the crop that they were last year without him. But, um, yeah, so far so good if you're, a, if you're a good pasture basketball person. Who are some of the – you know, obviously we're kind of landlocked down here, and we don't get a chance to get – to that Nashville, greater Nashville area. Who who are some of those other, you know, players and teams that we need to watch out for? Obviously, Brandon Miller and Kane Ridge. We're, we're aware of those. But there's got mm-hmm. there, there are some other folks out there who really deserve some some airtime and some maybe some folks that you've seen that you maybe didn't expect to see be really good this year, players or teams. Yeah, well, I'm excited to see Jalen Jones tonight at East Nashville. He's a um, really great point guard and can shoot the ball well, too. And He's right up there with Isaiah West as one of the most highly recruited juniors in the area and in the state. Um, and so that's kind of an obvious one that sticks out is if you're talking Davidson County. Um, you know, that Division Two middle region, boys and girls, is, is pretty loaded. Uh, you got Brentwood Academy, of course, Innsworth, CPA, um, Father Ryan, Pope Prep. I mean, the list goes on and on. Some, some Metro teams I was pretty impressed with last week was Hillsboro, both the boys and the girls. Uh, the girls actually held Brentwood to 11 points in the second half, and they almost ended up winning that game after being down, I think, about by 15 or 20 at halftime. And they've got a, a nice record. I think they're 13 and four. Uh, and the, then the boys' team doesn't have a single senior on their team, but they've kind of pieced some get, wins together lately. I think they're um, pushing 10 wins. They might be about 10 and six uh, or so. And they beat Summit, Franklin, and Brentwood their last three games out. And I saw the the Brentwood win. Um, only like two of their guys that are in the lineup have even played varsity basketball at all before. So Hillsboro boys are, I think are a team to watch as they kind of gain more experience and not only this year, but in the future too, because they're going to return all those players. So uh, those are a couple of teams that stood out to me. uh, Hillsboro's Rodney Thweet and Cherry Stringfield quietly do a really, really good job over there with the girl, with the boys and girls at Hillsboro. Um, Cherish former player at Vanderbilt and, um, Rodney, former coach at Ravenwood, um, back in another lifetime. But yeah, they, um, like you said, Russell, they they will definitely be a handful in that district 12-4A, along with Franklin, Brentwood, Centennial, and Overton. And I don't know if you've had a chance to see Franklin yet, Russell, but Jack Medalli, the six-five junior for them, 
is a handful. I had a chance to see him the other night when they played down at Independence, and, and he's a guy that can score it at all three levels and and put it on the floor and get to the rim and, and surprisingly quick, I think. Um, Franklin with Jason Tigert, um, I think they're going to be a hard out once we get into the postseason. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, last time I checked, they're about 16, 17, and 4, so they've got a nice record, and uh, I believe last week they won on on a layup um, against Brentwood, and then, uh, of course, I guess they lost to Independence the other day. But and yeah, then they no, lost they last night by two as well. I think yeah. I two. I can't remember who two. Maybe Hillsboro. Hillsboro. Yeah, that's right. And they're actually playing again on Friday. So, yeah, the basketball schedule is kind of uh, all over the place right now. But yeah, no, Franklin is. Um, they're kind of right there. Uh, they're a little bit behind in these. They're not in these rankings just because Independence and Raven would have the edge over them right now. Uh, but yeah, I mean Franklin was, of course, had a great team last year and fell just short of the state tournament and they lost basically their entire starting lineup. So it's, I'm pretty impressed that, you know, they've been able to piece together as many wins as they have so far. Russell Venosi, the sports editor at main street preps. We appreciate your time at Russell V underscore MSP and rhymes and everything. Really easy to remember. It's really <laughs> that easy. That was not to my remember. design, but it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you as always. Of course, check out MainStreetPreps.com and check out the Main Street Preps podcast, right? You and Tyler? That's right. Yeah, we've actually rebranded a little bit. We're calling it Main Street Preps this week, and uh, everybody can find it just like they find this show on our social media platforms as a video. Uh, and then we're also pushing it out as a podcast afterwards. So, yeah, you can look for that. It'll be out tomorrow. And um, yeah, thanks again for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Russell Venosi, again, Main Street Preps sports editor. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Hall of Fame. Not the one that Mo's in. Maybe one day, Mo. We'll, we'll get you into the Baseball Hall of Fame somehow. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Buy a ticket. That's the only way I'm That's getting it. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk Cooperstown when we come back on Main Street Sports today. <laughs> <laughs>